Hello all and welcome back to 4-H 101 where we discuss tips, tricks, share information, and learn from one another within the 4-H industry. Today's podcast will be covering judging 4-H showcases. We all know this past summer has been a challenge. For instance, Purdue Extension implemented a no face-to-face programming around mid-March. This means we were not allowed to have programs like we usually would during the summer. Fairs were only allowed to have to move forward if the governor had us in a certain stage. One of the largest questions that remained was how will 4-Hers get their projects judged and how will they be able to showcase what they've been working on for so long? What I'm going to discuss today is going through what our limited person fair did and how we were able to have the 4-Hers share their exhibits and how they were able to participate. The first way that our exhibitors were able to participate in the fair was face-to-face. However, when we had face-to-face judging, we made sure that all the exhibitors and judges had masks. This was required and was not optional. It was mandatory. So if you were showing, for instance, your swine, your sheep, your cattle, your horse, everyone had to have a mask. This was the only way we were able to showcase the livestock exhibitors. So this was the first one we had, and overall it went really well. Uh, We had all kids able to wear a mask that Purdue had provided for the 4-Hers as actually well as the volunteers. Um, I believe other states were able to um, put forward with this and the Indiana State Fair is also showcasing their 4-Hers and they too have to wear masks. This is the only way that the livestock exhibitors were able to showcase their animals was doing mask to mask. So this was, like I said, the first way 4-Hers were able to participate. The second way we had exhibitors showcasing was by submitting a photo virtually on fair entry. One of the projects that was uh, the largest for virtually submitted was creative writing. So the uh, youth were able to upload their Word document or submitting photos by taking pictures of the pages. We had a judge come in, sit her down. We downloaded all of our documents and the judge just went through the computer and was able to go through and judge the creative writing. We also had the option if the judge wanted to do it from home, she was able to. However, she did feel comfortable coming to our fair and judging it on the computer in a room by herself. So this was the second way we were able to have 4-Hers showcase at our fair. Now, the third way that we had 4-Hers participate in our fair, unfortunately, was my least favorite. However, we did have to have it, and that was closed judging. Now, usually for our fair, projects like photography, home environment, um, foods, for instance, projects like that, the youth would come in. We would have regular face-to-face judging, the judge being there, the judge looking at their project, trying it, um, someone writing comments for them. However, due to social distancing and just us not having enough room, we did have to have closed judging. So this is where the Freighters had certain times to drop off their projects. And then the following week, we would set up the room to where the judge would come in, look at the projects, 
If it were foods, we had youth drop them off the night before, and then we would have the judges come in that following morning. So this was the third way we were able to showcase the 4-Hers at our fair. Now, the last way that we had youth able to participate and showcase their projects to get judged, I personally think it's my favorite and most creative that my team came up with, and this was over Zoom. For those of you who don't know what Zoom is, it's an online um, meeting. So if I were to send out a link and someone clicks on it, it's almost like Skype. It would come up, I'd see your face, kind of like FaceTime. And the project that we used for Zoom was actually Pocket Pets. And Pocket Pets is a project where youth have, for instance, a turtle, a guinea pig, a salamander, uh, just smaller pets. And the whole year, they take care of these pets. They have a cage for him or for them, and they put them in an environment where they think would be the best for that animal. And so the way that this project was judged was we had a judge come to our office. We had the Zoom call set up for her. And then I actually was in charge of allowing the kids to get on the Zoom, and then I would put them in a breakout room. Now, a breakout room means if you click the link, you get on Zoom, and then someone who controls the meeting can then put two people in a room. So I would have, say, three youth on a Zoom call, and then I could move them into the room that only has the judge. So this was by far, I think, the most creative way that we were able to have the exhibitors participate in um, their project, only because they normally don't bring their animals environment to the fair. So they can bring their guinea pig to the fair and they can bring them in a cage. But since they were able to do it at home, most of them already had their cages set up there. So they were able to show the judge where their animals normally kept. Uh, one thing I do want to, uh, I was very impressed with was we actually had a um, participant was actually on vacation. And the reason she was still able to participate was on her end, so on her Zoom call, she actually had pictures of her pocket pet's environment as her background. So on the call, the judge was able to see the participant's um, pocket pet's environment because it was pictures and the girl was able to point on the pictures about her pocket pet. So, you know, even though she was on vacation, she was still able to come up with a way to showcase her uh, pocket pet and participate in our 4-H fair. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast regarding judging 4-H showcases. Um, you know, we all really hope that next summer of 2021 is back to our normal of how regular judging is, but you just don't know. Uh, so I really hope you guys enjoyed the four ways that I talked about our fair and how we are able to still have all youth participate regardless of the situation. I will go through them once more again, just in a little quicker fashion. The first one we talked about face-to-face, -face, where we still had youth wearing the mask. 
as well as the judge. The second one was virtual, where they had to submit a photo or document on fair entry. The third was closed judging, and this is where they brought in their uh, project the week before or the night before, and the judge came in the day after or the week after, and no one else was there besides the judge and staff that were all wearing masks. And the fourth one, which I thought was probably the neatest, was the Zoom call. And that's where we had the judge on one end and the youth on the other. And again, we had a participant who was on vacation, but she came up with the idea to have photos as her background. If you have any tips, tricks, or would like to share information or learn from one another within the 4-H industry, please reach out to my email at mendez28 at coloradostate.edu. We are always looking for input, output, agents, educators. As we all know, the 4-H industry is always evolving, and we want to make sure that at the end of the day, we have our youth always participating with a positive attitude. Thank you.